0: Welcome to Films is Wearing, a movie podcast recorded straight out of Five Scotland. I'm your host, Stuart, and joining me tonight across Skype is the no-care, always wearing Andy Walker. Yes. And you're listening to episode 126, The Magnificent Seven, 1960, versus the Magnificent Seven from 2016. Yes. So I thought how we usually kinda have a little talk first before diving into it. Thought mm-hmm. this might be the best space to kinda of talk about the seven samurai. Why? Since it's it's like the OG uh higher cunts to protect your village movie. Oh, is it? Aye. So with the the white devil got his idea for <laughs> Yes, I what was it? John Sturges. I like what they're doing, but I think to to be a lot better with people with round eyes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And fucking, I believe they did add, like, dirty faces and moustaches.
0: <laughs> yes, they went from one, <laughs> took it from one culture and, well, at least, it, well, I guess the Mexicans were kind of the evil. Oh well, no, that was it, if, if the Mexicans were picking on a white village, ah, we'll get to that, um, they wouldn't have a chance. <laughs> I'm not saying white power or anything, but...
1: <laughs> oh, the oh the filmers would have been all fucking like like loads of Steve McQueens. They're all solid as fuck. Getting shit out of the fucking hose and the fucking building walls to keep them out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Making dynamite with the barons just dragging it as Seven Samurai was from uh, obviously Akira Kurosawa, the, like the biggest yeah. Japanese director of his of his time. Back in nineteen fifty four, uh, so only six years later it took them to come up with minus Magnificent seven. Oh. This one was three hours and twenty eight minutes long.
1: Oh, that makes no sense.
0: So, I I've, I've really only watched it once. Maybe I attempted it twice, but it's like one of these things where you've watched half of it and you'll try and watch the rest of it later, but you never do. Hmm. But I did purchase, like, a Kurosawa box, like, I think it was, like, a samurai box. It. it was just five DVDs of, basically, his five big samurai films. Yeah. So, so it was, like, one of these things where I need to get the finger out and watch. Basically, I need to wait for the day the internet dies and there's no Netflix. There's no, like, now TV. You're just left with physical media. Uh-huh. Then I could catch up with all that shit I've been hoarding. Like when fucking
1: Putin fucking starts, out, starts his fucking argument with, what's his puss?
0: Fucking new president. Oh, the only person that doesn't know the name Trump. <laughs> like, yeah, wait, what's his name? What's that the hair? The hair? I, the, I guy. the wig and the age long time. Mind, he bet Vince McMahon at WrestleMania through oh, his surrogate, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wonder if Bobby Larson's... No, stop it. Fucking tangents, go away. <laughs> totally part of his office now. Um, Alright, let's see. Seven Samurai was a technical and creative watershed that became Japan's highest grossing movie mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Obviously, with being adapted to the, the, the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. John Sturr just thought it was like the best thing to adapt to an Old West, replacing Samurais with gunslingers. Mm -hmm. And really, it's one of these things that's kind of carried on for years since then. They've got records uh, for films such as Battle Beyond the Stars, a 1980s science fiction film, Uh uh, which is intended as the Magnificent Seven in space.
1: Oh my goodness. Seven spaceships
0: Uh, come together
1: (laughs) to defend a planet from another evil planet.
0: They they acknowledge Seven Samurai by calling the protagonist's homeworld, Kir, and the inhabitants Akira. Uh-huh. uh Of course, it, it's spawned off a- anime uh, in Japan, known as Samurai Seven.
1: I want to look at that.
0: There is some film critics have noted similarities between Seven Samurai and A Bug's Life. oh When the grasshoppers, like, come to steal the food for the bugs, uh-huh. and threaten to take half their stuff, and I guess he has to band together a group of insects group of misfit insects aye like (laughs) this must be like a story as old as time (laughs) as old as uh, 1954
1: but who did who did uh, Akira Kurosawa steal it for mm,
0: aye that's
1: uh, there's no such such thing as original
0: ideas aye there's some cunt telling a story in the village and he slit his throat and took his story (laughs) (laughs) sure that's happened it was remade in 1983 uh, I think in uh, Greece, uh, a sete magnificenti gladiatori. Oh no, no gladiators. So, <laughs> uh, they're saying it was a very uh, precise remake, counterparts so of several characters, including a knife specialist, one with a soft spot for children, and one I would oh, convince no. the peasants they're hiding some sort of treasure from him. Um, uh, you'll like this one. There's another one, uh, it was from Kazakhstan called The Wild East. Oh, no. And it is about a group of circus dwarfs bullied by bikers. (laughs) What the shit? Yes, that was from 1993. Oh, my God. In 1999, there was a direct-to-video film called The Final Assault, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a porno remake, which (laughs) is in two parts. No. So, I I think how, uh, like, a, a Magnificent Seven porno would work. Like, what are they defending the village?
1: I are defending the village, fucking
0: women. For like the like, village's golden cock. I was just thinking, maybe they're coming, taking the women half at a time. Uh, oh, I Like they're just no. We we need to keep our women. we Need to hire uh, fucking seven cocksmen to defend. Yeah, but then, from then
1: that wouldn't make sense because then they would be fighting other guys and then they're totally against.
0: <laughs> ah, Dick. It sounds like it would have been a very messy shoot. Um, There was a British film, Cried the Magnificent Eleven for 2012. Aye. Aye. uh, Again, another homage to the style plot of modernisation of the classic Western in which the Cowboys are a struggling local amateur soccer team. (laughs) The Indians run a nearby Tandoori restaurant and the Bandits are a group of menacing thugs led by a maniac known as American Bob. American Bob. Aye. So, a local soccer team defend a fucking curry house from, again, bandits and an American.
1: Oh,
0: well. tell you, Andrew, it's a story as old as time. Fucking, you could apply it to anything. Stop saying that! As old as time. <laughs> you keep making me think of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a tale again, as old remade. as time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it, I reckon, was it, were they defending their village for a beast? <laughs> well, they thought they were. They got... If it was Disney, it would have been Seven Dwarfs.
1: Oh, no! <laughs> oh, because
0: my God, Snow White. It was a remake. Wait, <laughs> Akira Kurosawa saw Snow White. He stole it. <laughs> so if Seven Dwarfs protecting
1: Snow White for the evil queen who's trying to steal her hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no! And most recently, the last note on Wikipedia, uh, obviously other than... The Magnificent Seven from 2016, there is a wee bullet point that says, director Zack Snyder has revealed the film to be an influence on the up-and-coming Justice League film.
1: Oh,
0: no. Is this what they're trying to tease, that the Justice League is a form of, like, the Seven Samurai defending some sort of... Is Earth the Mexican village? (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Can't be... (laughs) They can't do that because that means that the fucking uh,
0: at least three
1: superheroes are going to die. Ah, oh, amazing. The one, oh, suppose the ones that didn't have hardly get enough of the reinforcements. Aye,
0: Flash. Who knows? <laughs> Aquaman <laughs> and Cyborg are all going yes. to die. Well, that's it. They just need to flip to another F if they want to bring them back. Oh, maybe it's <laughs> an Earth two invading Earth one. We're getting carried away. Let's see. Eh, uh, I think it's time to bring up a spoiler alert. Alright. who could it possibly be? I have no original this time. I know we've tried to find a dance remix. Oh, wish. It is... Uh, the Thief of the Magnificent Seven, uh, done by an orchestra at Temple Square.
1: I think we're going to say Temple Hall.
0: Not from <laughs> Temple Hall, no.
1: It's like we all kind of the roughest orchestra in the world.
0: <laughs> who knew Kakori had it in them? No. Um, so this is a spoiler alert telling you to hold your horses because we're going to spoil these films tonight uh, yeah. continue at your own risk obviously the original Magnificent 7 is available on Now TV through Sky uh, available on demand uh, the 2016 one is in stores as of today the 23rd of January so that's what we did we ran into the shops this morning bought a copy Sat and watched it like a pair of good boys, and then I've stayed up tonight to talk about it. Yeah, we're the best. it's of good boys. And right, that—that's <laughs> enough for you, Temple Since Hall. Brad. The Magnificent Seven from 1960, uh, from director John Sturges, director of such films as The Great Escape, Bad Day at Black Rock, and The Eagle Has Landed. So, as the
1: eagle has landed, is that going to do with the president? Or is a bit a real, real eagle? Because I've never heard that.
0: Or Black Rock. Uh, bad Day at Black Rock oh. and The Eagle Has Landed. I, I, they're just films for the back in the day. Stories as old as time. <laughs> 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 uh, the Magnificent Seven Stars. Yul Brynner, Eli Walsh, Steve McQueen, Horace Bulloch, uh, Charles Bronson, Robert Vaughn, Brad Dexter and James Coburn.
1: The, I didn't get any of the bar apart Steve McQueen so I did I noticed that Bremner is, is, that, is it Rory Bremner the uh, comedian called
0: that no Yo Brenner was the bald boy the German <laughs> Sundin the guy
1: that the <laughs> German
0: aye I'm not sure what his, I think it was, his he was he said is. he was
1: supposed to be Cajun but he didn't, I think, he, didn't. Oh, he
0: said something about him being Cajun yeah
1: didn't he in French Mm-hmm.
0: he played uh, Chris uh, Larrabee Adams yeah. Eli Walsh was uh, the bad guy Calvera right obviously Steve McQueen was Vin Tanner right uh, this Butch Holtz is Chico Chico that young that young do-gooder that oh. gets his fucking iron will broken right. clap ya hands. clap ya
1: motherfucker
0: Charles Bronson was obviously like the Hercules with a heart Hercules with a taste for children. <laughs> no, a soft spot. No, no taste, aye. just soft. No, he's
1: got a hard spot for children. No,
0: that, no, no don't, 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 don't <laughs> do that to him. He was a he was a lovable rogue that was befriended by children. No, that, that loved revealed him. his that he his kept mixed warm race.
1: at night. <laughs> He kept him warm at night for the inside. No, <laughs> no, not at all,
0: Andrew. Don't sully this fine film. <laughs>
1: Just tell me what you know tell it.
0: me the plot. Tell me the plot to this film. Uh, Not the one that
1: you're making up. Some bitch ass Mexicans can't defend their shit, so they go and pay some white men to do it for them. <laughs> <laughs> Basically.
0: Basically. In a racist yes. way. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you've put it that way, maybe. Um fuck Andrew. Was this your first time watching The Magnificent Seven? 1960, yes. Yes. I'm your not... initial reaction? <sighs>
1: a bit droll.
0: Oh, droll. <laughs> Look <laughs> at you. I was doing the shite earlier, and no, I had a dictionary with me. I can clearly come in for a cunt that's done about 120 podcasts. His <laughs> vocabulary has went Oh, I know what, to rather droll. It was rather droll. Especially in comparison to Akira Kurosawa's 1954 classic.
1: Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen the fucking one with the fucking cowboys in it. i am not going to seen the one with the fucking samurais in it.
0: <laughs> we never know. Um, just roll.
1: I'm, I'm a bit slow and fucking... Hurricane. Didn't they seem to be acting? They just seemed to be like talk to each other. <laughs> it's like maybe that's how it was back in the acting day acting skills have improved
0: immeasurably
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> do you like that okay, one? Maybe ah look at you <laughs> I was sitting trying to count the syllables oh didn't it hurt yourself Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hurts no uh, this was actually I'd only just watched this maybe a couple months prior uh, when I was like when I was half sick for a couple weeks and I would just you wanted to be a full, time. So you made yourself worse. No, not at all. <laughs> it was like, it must have been like Sky Movies classic and it was what was ever on. Uh, and I couldn't be bothered charging up my PlayStation control pad to actually switch the channel. Weird. And I was like, these are one of these films I've always meant to watch. Fuck it, I'll just lie here and watch it. And I, I, like, I do like it. There, it's not flawless. There's parts that like that could be changed, I, I would believe, but Nah, no, it's a fun film.
1: Mm.
0: It, it, that's a, it's, it's the old like it's what you want out of an old western. No, nah. so like, anybody watching that, the, old the,
1: westerns, the main thing they want is a fucking better than the fucking duke. Are you? Are, what's
0: your your history with the duke?
1: Everybody loves John Wayne, basically.
0: <laughs> I was wanting to list several films of his that you've watched and could approve I
1: literally they could never any of his films I've seen yes that's <laughs> I'm just saying I'm, it I'm guessing fuck like John
0: Wayne better than those cunts oh, yeah,
1: as a general standpoint when some cunts says oh you're watching a western oh it's John
0: Wayne it? right never say
1: oh what about that fucking Steve McQueen cowboy film so what
0: are you on about mate <laughs> well that's Hank this is is this not like one of the big pinnacles that uh, I think, when I think Westerns, maybe the top three that come to my head is The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, mm-hmm. uh, Magnificent Seven, maybe just because it's, like, that a memorable title. Probably. And... Paint, <laughs> Paint My Wagon. 310 to Yuma jumps to my head, but I think it's just because I was more familiar with the remake. Right. Mere stealing. Yep. Yeah.
1: For the old
0: people. Fucking Hollywood. Yeah, I do. I do quite like this one, like, especially, like, from the get-go when just how fucking cocksure Steve McQueen and Yo Brenner were <laughs> when it comes to burying that Indian. No. Like, in this little racist village that won't won't take no fucking redskin in their graveyard. I think it was the hill too. I think it was just like a group of fucking... Fucking racists at the top of the hill. Aye. Uh, uh,
1: whatever the what, Nazis men were roots.
0: called back, back <laughs> then, before Nazis. I maybe they were still just... Maybe it was too soon to be the clan. Uh, maybe. Well, maybe too soon to show it in film. Yeah. It probably was still, fucking. it, obviously, it was all about during the fucking, I was gonna say back in the day. But mm-hmm. I'm sitting re watching A Time to Kill in my head at this moment. Saying, wait a second, they put a burning cross outside Matthew McConaughey's house. Oh, why? What year was that? That was the 80s. <laughs> anyway, I think that was a, a novel. Which means it was fiction. How does it, just because
1: it's a novel, mean it's fiction?
0: Because I, I work in a library, I know it was a written story. I, do. I know it wasn't a factual story.
1: How do you know?
0: Well, we have it in the fiction section of my library.
1: Yeah, but fiction.
0: Maybe not that, yes. Well, typically it's that shit they put on the end of every film, so, right? Um, all these characters are purely fictitious. Uh, if this does make true, uh, if this is. Like the day that, the day that Holyoke shit. I was, oh, any of the was any, any, uh, any
1: issues that were featured in this, today's programme affect you in any way, please contact this number.
0: No, I was just going to say it was a purely coincidence of the fact uh. that this happened, and then a novel with everyone with different names came out a couple months later. <laughs> we're not stealing No, that's got, this is that's the got nothing this to is do fucking, with that. This is books. We don't steal. Mr. Grisham, Mr. Grisham, <laughs> I think you just stole that for a popular court case. No, I didn't. He? Shut up. No. Anyway. Aye, but I did like that first scene where I think they cried at boot hell uh, like when they were deciding. And I liked, it was basically the town got right behind them as well. Say, like, actually, here, take my gun. And I was like, what if they shoot up the fucking horse. I was like, hell, I'll pay it. I was like, I want to see if these boys can make it to the top of hell without getting their fucking heads blown off their shoulders. Uh-huh. And the whole deal, it was just like two sa- like passing salesmen, like traveling salesmen. Like, obviously, this Indian must have died at their feet, and they said, Right, uh, here's $20, just go and make sure he gets a decent burial.
1: No, mm-hmm. no, it, it like he just, was, was someone, like he died, and then for like three days, what were just like walking
0: past them. Walking like, around, aye. And stuff like that, so they decided to pay the guy to get him buried. Mm-hmm. Now, those two characters there that were doing the talking. Yes. Well, there's one dude doing the talking, and then he had his pal with him that was trying to get him on the train. Mm-hmm. His pal is uh, Bing Russell. No. Who is the father of Kurt Russell. Oh no! Yes.
1: I didn't Kurt Russell had
0: You mean that starred in film? No, the, like, I thought he
1: got like, like born on the fucking Arctic fucking wilderness after some folk found a spaceship. Okay. But and then it started eating the but... dog, and then it started eating all <laughs> everybody that
0: was there. Have you been ingesting mushrooms? Mate? <laughs> no, just the thing. But no. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, Bing Russell, done a lot. I think did some films back in the day. Uh-huh. I guess before he he started his own baseball team. What? Uh, it's a Netflix documentary, uh, "The Battered Bastards of Baseball." Oh
1: my goodness. I've seen that Aye. and I was like I'm watching that it's
0: got bastards in the title I'm offended <laughs> now let me go record my podcast I don't, films and swearing I don't want to watch
1: <laughs> fucking fatherless <laughs> fucking
0: baseball players <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay let's talk about like the seven what
1: seven
0: the magnificent seven oh, I know
1: that <laughs>
0: Uh, go and tell me who who was your favourite of the seven? I think
1: um, Probably the guy with the with
0: the knives. Aye, oh, yeah. right. Now what? Did were they crying him red? I don't know. Because all his credits, uh, this is James Coburn. They he's cried Brit uh-huh. but I didn't get him cried him Brett. I ain't got were crying him red. I remember calling him bread. Bread. Aye. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Maybe. Hey, you big stale fuck, get on here. They the, the not want bread back then? <laughs> what, are you, are you <laughs> meaning fucking rhyming slang?
1: No! Like, like did they didn't know how to make like, bread
0: and fucking men. I'm candy. sure they did. And <laughs> the, they're not cavemen. History is like the worst subject. <laughs> the kin nah, when like, eggs
1: were invented.
0: We're, we're needing that, that filter between the brain and the myth put back into place. <laughs> did they know? How, did they know what bread was back in the day? They would make shotguns, but not a decent loaf. Now that
1: you put it that way, <laughs> if they were so fucking great at chemistry, they could make fucking dynamite and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they but they still, they still couldn't perfect the bar. When the fuck, Jack? They were killed on the Indians for the fucking grain. <laughs> oh my god! This is what the real war is about. <laughs> I'm desperately trying to learn how to make a roll.
0: Aye. <laughs> uh,
1: no, but I think that. I'm uh, sure they uh, had bread back in the Victorian
0: times before the. Uh, okay, don't the worry, that's fine. Mine. So, aye, uh, you like the guy that throws the knives? Aye. <laughs> there we go. Throws the knives fucking back in. butter on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Did you kidna how to use those knives? You get like with bread <laughs> What's bread? <laughs> well, instead of throwing <laughs> knives into people, you throw it into this this thing that you could eat. Did the kid have a make butter
1: <laughs> <laughs> Andrew there is
0: not enough time to answer these questions. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if we could go back to watch the seven samurai to see them buttering and bread with samurai swords.
1: <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome.
0: Just pass me on the fucking tummy store. <laughs> Why do you think that film was on for three and a half hours? You know how difficult it is to spread a loaf with a samurai sword?
1: Why would they spread the hell loaf? I greedy. do not know.
0: Good <laughs> <laughs> waste, you do not go eat a hell loaf. Uh, so uh you like the knife guy. Uh, I think, I again, like, you Brenner was pretty cool. See, I do get any of them. Aye Chris I guess Like the fucking bald boy Between him And Harry Luck Harry Luck was the guy That's like Ah come on There's Aztec treasure In the mountain isn't there Go and tell me Where are you hiding the golds? Come on where's the jewels The opals The, the fucking topaz? palace Come on Where's I hiding I liked his Just like Come on there's got to be a reason Why we're fucking looking after these cunts <laughs> okay. Like What's the real deal Come on there's man There's no you treasure the day, but... I'm no help Maybe Exactly I didn't like his, sort of like his sliminess. But they're like, I'm happy to hell. But there's gold in like in the fucking mountain, is there? and they're like, oh no, not gold. I meant silver. What about the silver? That's what I was on about. I was like, no, sir. There's not silver in the mountain. And it's like he's just trying to catch them. He knows like they're hiding in Film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Little did he know it was just their women. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What? what they, were they worried that the fact, like, Ah, oh, what if he hires like seven rapists? <laughs> like let's just as a precaution get our wives and daughters and put them up in the mountain beside our gold yeah <laughs> know the children leave the children here <laughs> for fucking Bronson
1: aye <laughs> <laughs> you <can deal. laughs>
0: he's got some special planned for me. like when you got your first introduction to Charles, Charles Bronson he looked like fucking Lou Ferrigno
1: yeah
0: like and maybe it was the way they shot it but he looked like just the Hulk like, he's sitting chopping wood. Like, he looked like a fucking tree himself. I thought he looked dirty as fuck. Well, I guess that's in the sense, like, this guy's chopping wood for meals. He's not, not a rich man. 20 quid sounded quite good to him. Aye. Uh, was like, 7 us against fucking hundreds. Aye, uh, 20 quid will do.
1: Give me
0: a 10 out of my bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking recipe. No, you better hire done. a country that no, could cut that bread. Because I'm not going to be dealing with my axe. That's just fucking overkill. Toast swinging and aches at a loafy bread so you can get a slice. Uh, just fucking struggle to cut in half. <laughs> Never <And he> buggle <laughs> his mind on how to make toast. <laughs> um so who was the worst of the seven?
1: Um probably the cunt that did the hunt the guy for the fucking uh, the Avengers. UK British Avengers. Uh, um
0: the guy that oh, had the yeah, fucking yeah, problem machine, yeah. of Was it Robert Vaughn or something? Oh. Uh, the guy that was having all the fucking nightmares. Yeah. Like he was getting the fear. He was getting more than nightmares. The fucking night terrors. Ah, uh, he was fucking He's... screaming at some Mexicans. Oh, get me. Like, each of them did kind of have like, I was going to say their flaws, but he had demons.
1: Very
0: much demons. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I... I not they were a bad bunch, really. I mean, I—I I guess I've already mentioned them as my favourite, but uh, Harry Luck could also have been one of the most unlucky of the seven.
1: Why?
0: Like, just when like he decides to fuck off because there isn't any, any money in the mountain. There's nothing for <laughs> Jake, him here. I've
1: got to leave your boy out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then he comes fucking running back. And no, I'm here. And they shoot him as he falls off the horse. He's like, "Yeah, bastard, no!" He's <laughs> like, "My surname's Luck. Shouldn't that mean anything?" Nothing. I guess it, it's in the sense that like you saved Yule Brenner. You saved the you saved the main character. Good for you. Uh, he's Steve the McQueen really didn't he do too much? None of them done anything. Like It's like the worst action film ever. Kinda of wee swig of whiskey was that Bollard. And actually if you look at like the IMDB trivia page, there there was some sort of mild controversy to do to do with this film.
1: Yeah.
0: Supposedly obviously Joe Brenner is the lead. And Steve McQueen's sorta of like a sidekick. Yeah. And supposedly Steve McQueen would go out of his way to kind of steal scenes. Like, there, there's shots where Steve McQueen takes his hat off to kind of just, When they were on the cart going up the boot hill. he takes his hat off, kind of kind of gets an idea of the wind. Uh-huh. And, like, things like that, he would, wasn't scripted. He was just doing that himself. And he's more or less doing it to take the attention away from Yul Brenner and keep it on him. Uh-huh. Like, there's shots where he'll sit and play with shotgun shells, rattle them in his hands. Mm. Like, supposedly... The amount of times he plays with his hat in the film, and just all these small things he was doing just to pull the attention towards him. Fuck's sake. To the point, like, it created attention on set. Yo Brenner had yeah. uh, members of the crew sit and count the amount of times he would sit and fiddle with his hat on set. Mm. Like, where, like I was, it? He was fucking getting under the skin of Yo Brenner. He was fucking just. I didn't care if it was just in the sense he didn't like being second build all right. to Big Yo. Suppose I. Was this before and, or after Roy became real famous? Eh, uh, I think this is. I'm not too sure at that point, but I think obviously this was a huge film. This would have kind of rocketed both of their profiles because the Great Escape never came till after this film. Right, and again that that, that Steve McQueen, Neil Brainer, Charles Bronson again, all in the same film. Mm. But supposedly there was a lot of tension, and then I think when uh, the trivia notes said that. I think when Steve McQueen was diagnosed with cancer, he eventually phoned Yul Brenner and kind of settled the beef. Mm-hmm. Kind of apologised and just said that Steve McQueen's career rocketed after being in and 7. And supposedly Yul Brenner was that high up in there. He could have had Steve McQueen fired if he wanted, but he kept him there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he must have had like quite a lot of fucking leeway on set. Mm. If you got on the wrong side, you could have got fucking fired and had your hair scalped. But <laughs> why would they not just fire him
1: scal- and scalp his hair afterwards?
0: reckon ah, just I just you just need like <laughs> less like stop pissing about your hat and your shells. But I suppose that that's several like people just rewriting the same fucking trivia note on IMDb oh, and scrolling past and reading the same fucking message over and over again. So, aye, the story the whole like i did like the, i did like the story i liked the the bad guy like calavera he seemed to have been like this real smarmy like you could tell he was like a i was going to say a dude of wealth but like how he had his gold teeth gold rings mm-hmm. like, i think he was he was wearing some fucking fancy silk shirts as well like he was a decent bad guy uh. And elaborate that in a better way,
1: but He'll just
0: punch him in the bus But uh, he, he did seem like a good leader, but it's, it's like that part later on, like he, he's smarmy and smug. But then when you get the reveal about his army, there the whole star- fa- like star- the... For... aye, like they're not doing it to be pricks. They're just doing it so they could fucking feed themselves. Because oh. I guess none of them could be farmers. Mm. <laughs> they're too lazy to grow crop and. So it's much easier to go fucking take it off other folk. But when it comes to the story, I think, I reckon, there's part of me that just feels the only letdown is kind of around the middle. Like, where this is a good two hours, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just when it gets all a bit muddled around the middle. Like, when they've got the seven together and they're ready, waiting for a Calvera. Mm-hmm. Chico fucking goes into the mountains, <laughs> fucking covert ops. <laughs> Goodness, like, how did. I, 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 I
1: have to admit, I was fucking dozing. Because this film was like pure, <laughs> like, quilt for me.
0: But <laughs> oh. well, I just, when Chico goes in the mountains, like, just puts on a hat and says, like, oh, wait, you're Mexican too. And that's it. And could just blend in lighting cunts fags, <laughs> just nodding, taking in Wait, all the I've notes. I've never
1: seen you, literally never seen you before in my
0: life, how come you're on my team? Aye, how are you so close to me? My first, <laughs> my first day, boss. You look well fed, you're not like all the other starving cunts in my team. <laughs> you aren't gaunt and dehydrated. Aye, you look youthful and full of spirit. Yeah,
1: and semen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who is spunk yeah right, um, but that's it he goes back and says right they're fucked in the mountains let's go <laughs> trick them <laughs> like they're starving we could push them over if we wanted All to oh right
1: let's we'll but... get penetrated
0: no no it's the only way they can keep warm at night no um, it's just like right it's almost as Chico is like a double agent leads them into the mountains oh they're gone ah let's go back home oh no the bad guys are in our camp mm. <laughs> and we get stripped of our weapons and they're far too lenient. We'll take you out to the woods, give you your guns back, and then we'll be on our way. Right. Oh, you dumb motherfuckers. I feel like that they just kind of wasted 20 minutes rather than, right, let's get ready for the gunfight, let's get led away from the camp, now go back, now do the gunfight.
1: Mm.
0: Now just like a, a minor stumbling look.
1: Big stumbling block?
0: Aye. Uh, these guys were good with guns. Apart from that boy Luck. He didn't even get a chance. He was still on his horse when they shot him.
1: He's just not very good at avoiding things.
0: Aye. Fucking bullet magnet. Uh, But, aye, let's talk about the action. Like, when it is, like, the good old-fashioned shootouts. Uh.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, they do, like, those cool camera tricks. Like, what they do in the old days, where, like, when the farmers start kicking off and, like, they grab machetes, throw it off-camera, they need to see I can't ride on a horse with the fucking machete in his chest. Aye, Aye. Like, I gotta love those old tricks. Like
1: anchor with brick in this train. Aye.
0: And the same with fucking Britt when he's doing the throwing knife, like he throws and then just cuts the dude with it already in his chest. Aye. And, but I do. I, I think that's the thing I, I I do love about old westerns. Just like when they get to the get the shootouts. Where they fucking kick a door in and start firing at supposedly people and. And how other windows when... are made of fucking nothing. <laughs> and you just sit and tap the glass and there's like
1: nothing left it.
0: And when you get, uh, what's his name? Dude with the night tremors. Lee. <laughs> night tremors? Like he... Night terrors. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm thinking back to Kevin Bacon now. <laughs> It's like, fuck. Oh, I would never
1: sleep again if you got night tremors. There,
0: there's a fucking magnificent fucking seven remake. Higher seven, fuck, protect, protect a village from fucking tremors. You could be on to some. Could, Aye, couldn't the characters see there's only seven of them? Aye, they've made about six films, so it's about time to do the magnificent tremors.
1: <laughs> well, when the,
0: the tremors are trying to protect that like wee bit of land for the humans. Ah maybe fucker trying to kill the queen, and there's just seven that come together. One has a like a little bit of drinking problem. The other one's bald. One of them's good it throwing knives somehow. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's convinced there's fucking gold somewhere in the dirt. What's gold cool, here? Yeah. I know that's fucking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's no what we're on about. Favorite bits. I ah, like. I have to admit. We're jumping back and forth, but I do love it when Neil Brenner breaks Chico's spirit <laughs> with a clapping hand. I just
1: thought that was one fucking weird, and two just pure and utter fucking arsehole style.
0: Like how he broke the boy. Anyway, like he just wants like you're to looking come looking Exactly. That boy was keen. He was following you up old boot hell. But I right. was scared. He was like, holy shit, these boys have got the fucking balls to do this. Right. I want to hang with these guys. Yeah, they've got balls. And he was like, <laughs> are you quick? Of course I'm quick. And he's like, right, let's start clapping hands. Like, oh, I'd be kidding if I'm that quick. <laughs> and it does, he takes it to heart. Like, he breaks the boy, runs away, becomes like an emotional drunk. Right. But still just follies him. Get when, he,
1: when he runs away, that's probably when he joined the fucking Mexicans. <laughs> these cunts right. need to I'll, I'll lead them
0: aye <laughs> you're doing good Chico you're doing the lord's work <laughs> there were some of my favourite bits
1: mm. you want to mention you? I didn't
0: really have any favourite bits like I didn't need, I didn't note too much but we're talking about all the different bits uh. anyway like all the stuff like the boot hell to begin with mm-hmm. where you think man look at the on screen chemistry between like fucking Steve McQueen and Hugh Brenner they must be best of friends off camera no I didn't even think they were best of friends on camera Were <laughs> there any bits that really spoiled it for you er
1: uh, to be honest I did not like it so yeah. a lot of it was not very good for me the, only, okay, the only bit that was like amusing was like how obvious that fucking Charles Bronson was a paedophile.
0: No. <laughs> it's
1: a fucking guaranteed fucking...
0: In the 60s, you're allowed to be a gentle giant who would whittle flutes for children. No. That's how you get
1: parents. That the Flutes are fucking the olden days fucking
0: sweeties. <laughs> <laughs> Here, pal, I've got a flute in my pocket. Go on.
1: Come and blow it. <laughs>
0: Oh no! I just imagine like, man. What if we gave him flutes to see which one was good at playing? Oh, so like, that's the one I want. I want him. Give me him. He <laughs> could fucking knock a tune out of that thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, let's let's go through the deaths of the seven. Well, oh, no, the ones that all died. Push. I mean, okay, Harry sacrificed himself to save Chris. Yul Brenner. Like. Fucking Harry Luck, we've talked about him already, come running in on his horse. Oh. Uh, when Lee, fucking the Avenger, comes in and saves the Mexicans that were held captive, oh. only for him to shoot him as he comes out, and then just slowly drags his lips down a brick wall. <laughs> it it, like had to do like, a big fucking dive to get to the wall. <laughs> <It's too far laughs> but you fucking caught it with his face. Nice. You sold it well. That's how you act, um, British. <laughs> All right, look at my scarred pus now. <laughs> um, and of it. course, like, fucking Charles Bronson's only weakness was the children. <laughs> I told you! Like, in the sense, that he was fine, he was doing well. Then children come running out, standing right, it in array, the way of danger. And he's like, right? No, kids, I'm not listening to this filth. Uh, no, kids, I will save you. And they shoot him, and the kids are still just looking at him going, No, Bernardo, no. No, you promised to play the flute with us today. <laughs> I know, we. We were we escaped for this underground bunker to make sure you're alright. Is like you, we cunts got me killed. You bastards! Like they should have just covered them as like just human shields <laughs> to allow them to continue. But but any the like get shot in the leg or something and just give up. Uh, nah, that that was that was fucking uh, red. Like for a guy that's throwing knives, he was shit at taking cover. He just stood there rested his arm on the top of, like, a wall <laughs> and just left his upper body exposed uh, as he was shooting Fox steadily. Uh, and then tried and, to throw
1: a knife and it was like,
0: Ah, uh. uh, that, like, that, that just hurts to see, like, he failed with that last knife. Uh, it's never, I honestly It's, thought it's he never could've. missed. Ah, uh, uh, it misses you it. They get shot. You could have taken at least one cunt out just at the end. Uh, like, right. as they're going away in the horse, just fucking... Whoosh, and like that shot, like, remember when they catch three boys entering the camp and <laughs> Chico shoots two of them and the last one's getting away on the horse and he does the long shot. Oh Hits yeah. the boy. He said, That's the best shot I've ever seen. He's like, that was the worst shot. I was aiming for the horse.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, that should have been your like even if you just hit the horse and the arse cheek with a knife. Oh. But I was a wee bit far off of there. Uh, but just to redeem him but just when you've seen it like Why would pinned it hit the in the anyway? wall the boy's
1: like in a building
0: I know but I can just see you I hate you your horse is dead do <laughs> fucking scalp his horses <laughs> fuck what we do it but just to see it fucking hit like that brick wall and just a knife sort of shake on impact it's like oh, you couldn't do it Oh, this hurts my heart <laughs> fuck off you you're just the worst <laughs> Oh, <laughs> settle. Not quite as bad
1: as Charles Bronson's pedophilia, but you're close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I feel I was gonna say, have we done this 1960 film of fucking given a, it a justice like a where you not torn a new arsehole, just like Bronson torn a new arsehole. Maybe. <laughs> nah. Okay, maybe it's time to talk. About, Right, let's fast forward to 2016, because I can't imagine you've got any, anything else to say about that one.
1: Nah, no, no,
0: it's not the day we fucking Bronson and Beard. Nah. Aye, we've covered that. Aye. Okay. Magnificent Seven for 2016, from American Film Director, and, I don't want to say Ant- Antoine Fuqua. Why do you know want to say that I was going to say Antonio. I kept going to say Antonio, but it's not. It's Antone. Uh-huh. Or Anthony. Anyway. Director of Training Day. Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, Southpaw. He's a man of many credits. Uh,
1: many action movies.
0: Yes. Uh, Equalizer was one of his. Like, him yeah. and Denzel. Fucking thick as thieves. Yep. Writing credits. Hey, uh, I want to mention this one. Richard Wenk. Who... The, the writer behind um, what was the cl- ah, The Expendables 2 and Nick Pizolato who is a, a, a novelist and a short story writer. Mm. So these two boys got screenplay writing credits but can, Mr. Fuqua also gave writing credits to Akira Kurosawa Shinobu Hama, eh, Hashimoto oh, and Hiro Ugani. Uh, Shinobu. I, I thought it was quite classy that he gave writing credits to the, the folk behind The Seven Samurai. And the folk that he plagiarised. So. I know a big word for you to I'm even <laughs> going to challenge you on it because I'm like, what the fuck did that mean? Um, So I, I thought it was classy to see. They had, I think they had credits before, like Richard and Nick. Like they paid fucking credits to the original. Yeah completely bypassed the other <laughs> Magnificent Seven. Obviously, because they just stole it too. Um, right. Andrew, go and go clear the air. Tell oh, me the plot of the Magnificent Seven.
1: There's a sweet tune that a fucking gang goes after and says, I want it, because you've got a lot of gold in your mind. So there' a woman that looks identical to fucking Jennifer... Lawrence. Lawrence. Ah, you, you
0: know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heather didn't, Heather Aye,
1: didn't We all saw it. She, she doesn't look like fear for Lawrence. And says fuck you, you <laughs> <laughs> right. She pays fucking Denzel to fucking save her tune, basically, and then he goes and finds like a group of people that didn't like each other. And then they all
0: love each other at the end. Save that. Most of them die. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Andrew. Was this the first time of you watching the Magnificent Seven, yeah, and your initial reaction all right i've seen this I've seen mm-hmm.
1: this before i've seen
0: the original, the original
1: one and I thought oh that the original one must be pretty good no it's like imagination <laughs> didn't they fucking it wasn't invented until after the fucking
0: sixties <laughs> it's just it's the, I, don't, I just do like it. <laughs> I feel this might... I we're like, going to have to revise our versus. Why? Like, because pr- every time we do old film versus new film, right. Stuart's probably going to like the old film. Andrew's probably going to like the new film. Well, yeah, that's the whole point of our versus. I, I could... I know, but they could predict the ending to every episode we do.
1: Yeah, well, it's more like, like, like a debate. It's like, you've got... You've to fucking put across your opinions for the one you like. I have to put my opinions across for the one I like,
0: I think maybe in future the fairer way to do it would be maybe comparing something like sequels, what? like oh let's compare fucking Rocky Four and Rocky Three. Eh, uh, I would go for. Eh, 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 Don't uh. go fucking gain it all at the new. But like something like that where it's a, right, you can of say oh the the originals better. No, no, the remakes better. I feel we might be getting at the same kettle of fish. Oh,
1: I'd, I'd like how we're doing at the new. Eh? Is this the kind of? Yeah. Oh, they cancel. They're not gonna
0: agree. What the, what, the, what the fuck are they gonna say now? <laughs> see that boy play with kids. I can't have that. I can't accept that nowadays. No, <laughs> not, not, not. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so this was the first time of me watching the, the 2016 remake, yeah. and I did enjoy it. There was um, again. It's hard not to kind of like half the characters in this film. Mm-hmm. Like Denzel, Chris Pratt, like they're they're good at the job they yes. do. It's hard to say not a day like that boy, because then it's like, what's wrong with a black man in a western? It's like nothing, nothing's wrong with that, right? Oh, that's
1: fine. So, that's a little strange, but <laughs> simple as I, it like,
0: well, the last time I seen a black man in a western was fucking *Blazing Saddles*. Or.
1: Fucking, what's this cut? Samuel Jackson was in too.
0: <laughs> yeah, right enough, right enough. Okay, let's see. Let's let's go right into the cast. another cast. Um, who was your favourite seven? Um, it's hard to tell because they're
1: all they're all got the weird quirks in this one. Like all got, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like um, Full Metal Jacket. A wee right. bit fucking psycho-y like, off his pus. But then
0: I, I, I kind of. Right.
1: Then I like fucking. Uh, the Korean. I keep I getting mm-hmm. mixed up with Lee Byung-hung or Byung-hung Lee or.
0: Aye. Are both the same? Um, aye, Byung-hung Lee is, is his American given mm. name. Quite like Tim, he's pretty cool. Ah, he's he's actually pretty decent with his English now, isn't he? Better, eh? Ah, like sometimes when you hear like a Jet Lee, Jackie Chan, occasionally like they get they're sometimes good at English, sometimes bad at yeah. English. But like like byung Hung Lee actually, you you understood him quite well.
1: Well, mm-hmm. um, there is a bit there are bits a lot of the character. But, um, fucking what's his name? Ethan
0: Hawke. I wasn't too keen on him. Ah, I did like Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah penis. Right. But just the fact that he was. He was kind of the Robert Vaughn. He was like supposedly the legend, but now he's kind of troubled. Uh, I like talks the, about him I like the, the gun story. Was it the, was it the Civil Civil War that
1: they were in? Obviously. A war they were
0: in. He got lucky. Little... I never took note of what war it was. Oh
1: okay, i think not um, But. The wars.
0: Like, he did a lot better than fucking Harry Luck <laughs> when he came back to save the day. Like, he at least made it after the <laughs> horse. So.
1: That ah,
0: like, I, I love, love the, a man the... though. If you think of it,
1: if <laughs> you <laughs> had to
0: get some kills, they would have been really fun. But, AI, uh, with him and. Well, it was like a combo. Like, you had Ethan Hawke and Byung Han Lee as a duel. Oh. Where, like, he was just sort of the money man and Lee was the man with the knife. I thought
1: they were
0: maybe lovers. Right. Uh... Cause, um,
1: it was like. Byung-Hung Lee was, like, his enforcer, even though he, he, everybody kins, he's, like, the best, kind of thing, fair to him. He ah. was, like, he was sticking up for him, because he kicked it that he was fucking mm. shiting his cell every time he touched the gun. Mm-hmm. Like that. I just thought, oh, they're having it. Broke, broke back, yeah.
0: man. <laughs> uh, okay, the worst of the seven. Oh, for me, it would be... You want me to go first? Go then... And Chris Pratt didn't he do too much in this film yeah Pratt was just Chris Pratt in the wisdom he just had a drinking problem and like to blow every to blow scene a up. bottle in his hand aye and to me Vincent that was going between the line of Racist like, and... I, I'm just a mad mountain man and then it's like I'm a crazy church person like he was really like fucking becoming stinky <laughs> Pete at one point but he was just getting a wee bit too carried away. He was having oh, it boy. up. But I, like, I just think, like, this is... It's like, acting. This is full metal jacket. This is, like, a Wilson Fisk. This guy could be cold tears, but no. It's like, ah, please your hand. And they like, sit and apologising to Jesus. At least, they,
1: at least they tried. But that,
0: that was... just the fuck. No, they were... Fuck it, they... Aye, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> that, was, that was their motto. We're getting... We're getting we were, to try but ah, uh, he was a troubled individual. But out of this, it was really between Chris Pratt and Vince, big Vinny D. Like they were the mm. weakest links. Benzel didn't
1: really bring much to the table. I didn't think. they bring them all together.
0: Mm-hmm. Aye, the Mexican. And yeah, the Mexican and the Indian. It was like they made sure they take every uh, minority. Right, right. We've got we've got the Asian, we've got the Indian I know. Uh, it's
1: like kind of whitewash fucking any films anyway.
0: And they've got a woman in their team.
1: Why and they look like Jennifer Lawrence, oh, you better agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
0: Uh, Haley Bennett. All right. I I, a,
1: I literally looked up on the to see if it was her sister. So I thought they looked that much alike. And I'm thinking,
0: they're going to be a film together where they are sisters in this film. And you will not be able to contain yourself. <laughs> no. Well, like, this, this is like watching Twin Dragons. I'm thinking, which one's who? <laughs> That's fuck off. <all. laughs> Double input.
1: <impact. laughs> <laughs> Just a slow motion sex scene. <laughs> Jennifer
0: <Lawrence>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> How much, like, where's the fucking image of Fry from fucking that space show Futurama, Futurama like take my money <laughs> like that meme oh. just all these people throwing money at them and I was a no we're not fucking whores <laughs> <laughs> we're well respected women leave, it, leave us alone um, <laughs> oh, you're fucking League see different then <laughs> <laughs> Hailey Bennett that wasn't even me that was <laughs> Jennifer
1: kidding. she said it was you <laughs> you're
0: fine <with> <laughs> You've not got a career yet. I'll have to throw you under the bus. <laughs> I'm part of the X-Men.
1: Right.
0: Didn't even I'm look like boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've for some reason I've just written Denzel. Then the word ha beside it. <laughs> obviously why? Just that, that's that's <laughs> Denzel. He's talking laugh. What about fucking uh, Peter Scar Is that our villain? Is that he's a Scarzgard? Yes. Oh, I did the become? Right. Barth- Mar- Bartholomew Boog he was not bad yeah, didn't he did much like let's compare him to like uh, Calvera right. I feel like Scarzard never had as much screen time I but I thought he used it better it's like I think in the
1: old film they were meeting the bad guy to be like just like a dumb Mexican like sure you're a leader but they're still stupid compared to us white guys I was in the 2016 ones. I am intelligent because Aye. I'm white. And he was intimidating. I thought he was made intimidating. Here, Lordy, he shove your hand because, in my jar. Because he's self confidence and he can that he had the fucking power to kill some kind if of he wanted to. And mm-hmm. they were burning down church, <laughs> right? Because
0: I give me fucks. <laughs> Let's see. I was gonna say action again. It. I think it took us about an hour to get our first proper shootout, wasn't it?
1: Um,
0: well, they had all the stuff. Like, like when you had... Um, and they were going to be collecting them all. And... I they had their own little... Fucking Lee
1: Bong Hung was basically
0: shot for shot stone. Exactly, for, for the, the original, which uh, was quite cool. Oh, okay. The whole thing, when they get the seven together, and it, was, it wasn't three dudes... But it was another group It came in. It's was like you sent it scouts. And they were saying, no, no, we're not giving you any of our land. Like, we've got these guys. And it's when, like, the first fucking fight kind of happens. And I reckon why, but I always love fucking bow and arrows in films. Oh, right. Like, just when it's all fine, then you just hear the right, sound of the they're arrow. They're and some... so underrated, yet yeah, they're so deadly. Mm. I know, just like when a dude fucking drops dead and it's an engine on the fucking roof oh, shit. of the building behind him, it's like oh they couldn't be sure after on. me or it
1: was just after the white folk,
0: but they could. <laughs> and like fucking Mexican dude with a whip and my, uh, was it a whip or a lasso? A whip, I think. Uh, uh, they're gonna he wanted a bit of fucking like Haley Bennett though. Oh like, ha, ah, so. woman. You look like you're for Lord's Gison. <laughs> Give me your sister's number now. <laughs> I can't didn't have I'm phones. But... old. I've done anything with for loans. But you're pretty. You got those freckles. Oh, fucking! Oh. Just started pulling her by the hair. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't know you belonged to that like that fucking Denzel guy. I'll let you go.
1: Can be in your team
0: in case you die, and no. then I can take her back. <laughs> anyway, I take her I back, alright. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no.
0: That, What's wrong fucking... what? with you? Sinking with
1: endos are total fucking... No, I just mean life, like right?
0: the fucking woman being raped by like this Mexican guy. Well,
1: I'm not saying <laughs> I, it because he was Mexican.
0: Ah, I just raped. <laughs> just because
1: the way you said it. <laughs> oh, you raped um, the bug. <laughs>
0: Yum. One bit later in the action sequence when there's I think maybe it was one dude trying to get away and all of a sudden Denzel comes through a set of restaurant doors riding on a fucking horse and wipes the dude out. That's a bit intense. Yeah. Over the top. Ah, I could have shot him but no. Huh. It's it like a as if it was like a car just drove through a wall and hit him. <laughs> like fucking Christine. When you it's run a- out of fucking bullets I guess that's of- that. Uh, <laughs> eat
1: the horse before... No, the right. horse has eaten you before you could eat the horse. Yes. Oh, thanks. I can't western, we westerns, need to whip out the fucking tumbleweeds, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right, let's talk about favourite bits. What bits stood out?
1: I liked the bit where they first met Wilson Frisk. And it's like, Nick food day two cunts at his house. He says, are you? Him? said, no, oh, we're just fucking smashed him in the back of the head with a fucking boulder and he's dead <laughs> he just comes in <laughs> an here and shoots him <laughs> like, uh, uh, right,
0: he's got like blood on his head nah <laughs> uh, he's bleeding for the fucking skull like he was uh, really just like I, know, I guess that's that character then fucking crazy guy fuck uh, trying to kill me in my sleep <laughs> it's like sleeping in the fucking fields I can't come here and smash my head in. Ah uh, the fuck were thought they were trying to kill and skin a bear, but no, it was man.
1: It uh, was it no-like they recognised him because of the gun or something. They stole, they stole his gun. Ah, right. Like, that's uh, why they asked him why. Was that a
0: you fucking thing? With? No, mm. we just kill him to stuff. Uh, I Supposedly, according to IMDB, um, fucking, I was going to cry, in Fisk's house, like his wee cabin in the woods. Yeah. is. Is also the cabin they used for the Coen Brothers' True Grit remake.
1: Really?
0: Like that—that is the cabin of Jeff Bridges in True Grit. Oh. So I guess they just have like a lot where they just have a set somewhere where it is like right old cabin. We'll use you for all the westerns we're going to remake. (laughs) Makes me think of the game, the
1: movies. They just build loads of different sets. Mm-hmm. You
0: just, you just uh, reuse, uh, reuse them for all the different forms. Uh, I did like the like the drunk bonding sequence we got quite later on, <laughs> where they're all here and I get drink. And... I'm going to say
1: I'm mine, because I keep, <laughs> keep like, thinking
0: that I thought you were going to say that yeah. drunken bondage. <laughs> bondage, no. There was no drunken bondage. <laughs> <laughs> but it's when they're, they're, they're naming the guns. Chris Pratt was talking about Maria mm-hmm. and... He's like, ah, oh, but you don't want, don't mention Maria and throw it off. Ah, oh, fuck, what was the other one? Evie or something? And then somebody oh, else that. says, ah, oh, I've got a Maria too. And they're all fucking, I was going to say, whipping their guns, I like, can't, this is blowing <laughs> your minds, <laughs> but. <laughs> they're all
1: talking about their dex. And
0: then, oh no, they're all going, I've got my dex the same day as your dex. <laughs> all right, so, I did like it, they're all getting pissed, they're having a good laugh, even like, Lee young huns, like, fucking hate a good chuckle uh, but, why am
1: I here I'm Korean
0: <laughs> Wilson Fisk kind of quite understands that man These are swearing and drinking I do like this this is but
1: foreign to me mm-hmm. get me an Indian Cause... that good fucking
0: skin <laughs> bye it's it only just wee moments like that where it's like it's like the the character development like we're uh, getting we may of,
1: like so I thought there was mere camaraderie. Exactly. And that form. They're becoming They're brothers
0: in words. arms. Yeah. I believe that they would die for each other. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I just imagine them all dying in a circle, holding each other now. <laughs> Best. <laughs> um, cool, job. What bits? <laughs> 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 right. Let's talk about the worst bits. Oh. One of the little niggle for me was, did the Indian need to know English by the end? Uh, You know, like when they're outside having a smoke, then he says something in English and fucking Wilson Fisk is like, you know English? like, man, that's a tired, like, fucking idea used in movies. Where they're like, right, I'm going to be foreign for three quarters of the film. Then I'm just going to reveal that I can speak English the whole time towards the end. Oh, well. How I can what he done to
1: get fucking like kicked out his fucking tribe? Aye, from being a
0: fucking lone Indian, tricking cunts eating to, like eating fucking raw meat Aye. for an animals being left out in the sun. <laughs> nice. Mm. Like, you know you could eat this stuff cooked. Like, oh no, they no,
1: can what it does to you. They want to use that fucking red
0: magic. <laughs> I'm just gonna nip outside and then grab a bit for the horse. <laughs> sure cut his fucking gun off <laughs> <laughs> he cut his Maria off and eat it <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to kind of spoil the night he just comes in with a name for it slaps on the table right. oh that's a big fucking table <laughs> <laughs> right okay the big complaint about the film that a lot of people have was towards the end when they whipped the big shiny gatling gun I know What's wrong with that? What i about. It. Um, I think the major complaint was like how accurate it was, like how it was up on a hill, uh-huh. but it still kind of looked like bullets was chasing fucked in the street. I suppose. Uh, see, I never kept moaning no. about was it uh, where's where, but that no. makes sense. Because when it comes to those shots where you had like uh, Haley Bennett and the other folk it's like they were on the, like maybe the balcony above the bar uh, and just the way that it just seemed like as if it was someone on the other side of the road shooting at them aye like how easy they could fucking like aim and stuff like that had been solid because they miles away it's a big exactly battle mm-hmm.
1: no easily so,
0: ma- like maneuverable so aye right enough it's a gatling gun of course it's gonna take massive folk out mm-hmm. but that's I think some folk were like hey, it's a wee bit too clever, but according to IMDb, they were trying to debunk it, saying, Right, on the type of bullets, on the type of Gatling gun, for that projection down or there, that is historically accurate. Mm.
1: Ah,
0: but this is fictional. <laughs> like, sure, like, oh, yeah. could they be certain that they're like, chasing these folk down the street? And, like, I'd imagine, sure, right enough, he could still probably hit a them. few folk. Yeah, <laughs> just the way I was shot, like, it see why all there is a wee bit suspect with it but they but, did aye, that some fucker defending any
1: big gun like, mm-hmm. so like i'm sure like there'll be war films where they're like getting chased by a
0: fucking turret like a world yeah, war ii yeah.
1: and they're running and the bullets are like hitting the grudges and
0: just but uh, I,
1: I think that
0: was maybe a big uh, that, that was a problem for a lot of people yeah with this film other than the use of the word magnificent at the end of the film. Alright. I think they've done it for a right. fantastic form. That just... Where there's like... That ruined the movie, yeah. just that last sentence. Their help. It was magnificent. Uh. It's like, man, they, they must have really twisted fucking Bennett's arm. Like, no, you have to say the lines. Like, really? Do need it? People can the name of the film. Right. No, they need to know it was magnificent. <laughs> like, all right. How did he get its name? <laughs> and... Let's talk about the deaths. Yes. A wee bit more epic than fucking. It was like kind of going out in blaze of glory. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had like fucking Ethan Hawke and Lee Byung Hun mm. stationed in the fucking. The church. The bell tower. tower. Aye. Like right enough, like when the Gatling gun finally got around to them, mm-hmm. sure, like Lee took a few bullets and that was him down, but the fact that. How they shot Ethan Hawke, like, they Ethan shot out the of tower the tower, <laughs> down there, and basically pretty much landed in a grave. <laughs> like, if this was, like... A comedy. Aye, if the ridiculous six hadn't been made yet, oh. that for sure would have happened to, like, Rob Schneider. Shot out of the bell tower, down the roof, into his grave, with the headstone already chipped oh. it. <laughs> and then a, f- a flower just appeared. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin James just using the wheel lorry to tip the dirt in. <laughs> getting, his, getting his head put into a fucking trough or
1: something like that.
0: <laughs> Chris Pratt obviously done it like made his character worth something oh, I guess. He took the Gatling gun. Exactly. Because that was it you had uh, Ethan Hawke and Lee Byung Hung in the tower taking off all the guys trailing him mm-hmm. as he got out and it was just <laughs> That's how he just shows up, and I keep thinking is that right. The boy must be—he must be packing dynamite. Right? There must be a reason why he's coming this far, mm. and you're just waiting for it, waiting for it, and he just kind of tips over, arse in the air, <laughs> waiting for somebody to come or park his bike. Mm. But when they pop up, <laughs> the, the game Stack of
1: fag you, right
0: <laughs> And right enough, like when he finally gets that smoke, just fucking pulls it—the stick of dynamite. Mm. <laughs> You're not a dirty bastard. No, I am not. Like, that's. that is the fact. He starts getting the he pulled smoke in and he a pulls out s- the sticky dynamite. <laughs> Aye, uh, I didn't even. I, I didn't never said too it like. And
1: beans, like,
0: a dirty like when he gets lit, he reaches <laughs> into his drawers and pulls out his explosive stick. Oh, that's. that's, that's <laughs> points it at the men with a big shiny gun. you you fucking And it all render. goes boom. Aye, uh, no. <laughs> And I mean how wait, how did fucking Vincent D'Onofrio die? Um did he not just get like
1: shot loads of times? Maybe. I think he Or did he get it's to a... take the Aches? Or bad nah, being no
0: Nah, I could well The bad Indian. Nah. I just remember the bad Indian being killed by the good Indian <laughs> like like, the, chucked it's him off. Like, bad my... Indian
1: versus good Indian.
0: Mm, whereas like, oh no, fucking bad Indian go to harm white woman must kill He was like, cunt me at the tribe you prick turns into like a fucking show like an ECW show <laughs> where he kicks him off the balcony through a table <laughs> kill that cunt Indians right. are
1: weak against tables <laughs>
0: <laughs> when Denzel corners the fucking Skarsgård Skarsgård Charizard. I'm sorry, I'm getting a mix-up with Charizard. What are you trying to see. <laughs> um, And we get... Charizard. We get the fucking story reveal for Denzel, like, where he kind of pulls down his, his bandana. Oh, no. to show You've where, been. like... <laughs> <laughs> where the rope burned his neck. The, the, the neck of his dick. <laughs> are, are you, like... Not not sexually frustrated, (laughs) but you seem to be chock full of filth tonight. I
1: think
0: it was. You've you've saved up this filth and this is your outlet just to pour it out (laughs) over these classic westerns. Maybe I should know. I'm
1: describing it. It just seems like you're reading a fucking Melton Boots (laughs) book.
0: It must be because it's triggering you something (laughs) awful. Huh. You're like an excited bear on the bus, you can't wait to tell Obdi. I <laughs> am um, so I. They raped and killed his his mother and his sisters. There's nothing funny about that. I'm There's nothing funny. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm um, sorry. They, they, killed, they killed his. I think they killed his brother and his dad. <laughs> it was it wasn't like a cutthroat it was like scars of where they I guess they hung them (laughs) (laughs) shake it come on you're you're fine we're almost there (laughs) we're gonna get to the facts you'll be calm you'll be cool and collected by that point yeah
1: (laughs) almost like a demon
0: (laughs) don't don't peek behind the curtain don't peek behind the curtain (laughs) So, uh, and we get like the end, and where, right, they're kind of tallying up. Like, the Mexican and the Indian live.
1: Yeah.
0: And Denzel's there. They've got fucking uh, Vincent on the horse. No, the Mexican doesn't live, does it Yep, Mexican and Indian. They show up on horses. They've got Vincent D'Onofrio on the back of one of the horses. I would have liked to imagine, like the Indian was carrying a sack, uh, eh, filled with the remainders of Chris Pratt, <laughs> and maybe like his boots and his hat, uh, maybe like a whiskey bottle and a pair of boots. The smoke, smoking. Aye, right. still with like his feet in them. Oh. <laughs> but aye, and then just get the shot of the four graves at the end, and just the fact that here, them boys were magnificent. You can.
1: Oh, Nickon says that in a fucking sentence ever. <laughs> that one should be retired. Oh, Magnificent? Yeah,
0: nobody says Magnificent unless you're reading Mills and Boons. Oh, no, I was going to say unless you're making the Magnificent Seven. Aye, i for that. Or oh, the Magnificent Eleven. But you do really need to say it. You just need to write it down. Aye, like, people know what they're watching. You don't need to, like, nah, you can't even make it unless, like, the fucking cunt that wrote it, which was Akira Kurosawa, and there was nothing magnificent about the Seven Samurai. No.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, it wasn't like right the only way you can make this film is if you use that word
1: what does samurai stand for in English is it something that, just in case it's like translated as like magnificent warrior no that's how you it.
0: Uh, I'm gonna have to google it because I don't know that Um, because I know things like ronin means like a, something like a masterless samurai or a samurai with no master mhm Running,
1: it.
0: I really. think your Google Games fucking shite, innit? Let's see. Uh, samurai were the military nobility and officer cast of medieval and early modern Japan. In Japanese, they are referred to as bushi. So I guess maybe like off of like bushido. Hmm. There's not another style. In Chinese, the character was originally a verb meaning to wait upon or accompany persons mm. usually in the ranks of society and this is also true of the original term in Japanese eh, saba, sabarayu mm. and in those countries the term were normalised to mean those who serve in close attendance to the nobility
1: mm. the bodyguard
0: Mm. So, hell. Kevin Costner is a
1: samurai.
0: <laughs> I Imagine that, like, <laughs> the fucking Whitney Houston's having a concert, it's all going wrong, then some kind of a samurai sword just cuts <laughs> through the crowd and saves her. <laughs> they just do a big samurai
1: battle in the back, like, fucking. He <laughs> just turns into a fucking Highlander. <laughs> She's sitting singing. Songs on the stage and these
0: charm heads off, and lightning's happening and they all think it's pyrotechnic. <sighs> right, Andrew. What? Any final thoughts on The Magnificent Seven? Just that uh, it was magnificent. Yeah, cunt. Okay, so, uh, time to compare the facts. Yeah. Now, right. <laughs> for the budget... Big difference. Yes. <laughs> in 1960, you could really... Make a film, yeah, with <laughs> all the chipping in the loose change there, their Hollywood pockets.
1: was it, f- fifty-six years difference?
0: Yeah, well, aye, fifty-six. So,
1: did you get the currency? The inflation, rates and inflation.
0: I I did for nineteen sixty. What that would equate to nowadays?
1: Oh, you never got reversed.
0: I hadn't. No. Oh,
1: well, that would have been astronomical. So, what would you be able to buy with a hundred million dollars? Like exact, aye. Like,
0: <laughs> did you want to buy America? Was that what you are going for? Okay, here's America. <laughs> so,
1: what would a hundred million dollars be back in fucking early fucking 1800s?
0: <laughs> Who knows? Like, just you would, I know I, you're king of the world. Aye, it's yours. Here's the key.
1: I think you'd sell, sell your kidney for a fucking like two dollars. <laughs>
0: So uh, for 1960, how much do you think?
1: budget wise.
0: Yeah, how much would it cost to make a film like that?
1: Um, I'd say about five. I think. No, nah,
0: that's it. It's optimistic. That was I wonder what they could have done with five because it's two million. Uh
1: huh.
0: So oh, well, like, okay. fucking imagine that doubled Double. and a little bit extra on top.
1: hundred and fifty percent more.
0: Ah, that's it. It could have been like the, the Magnificent 14. <laughs> like, can we extra money? We could get mere Falk to save this village. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: When's the village actually in Mexico?
0: I think so. I think they might have stuck across the border. Right, 2016. A far more expensive movie. Do you think they broke over 100 million to make this? They're close. I'm about
1: 95. 90
0: oh. which I, I have to say is actually pretty modest
1: aye for new days but well, saying it some of the folk that was in it get decent pays new
0: days aye I, I wonder if some some people were paid in millions like maybe your Chris Pratt was maybe the most valuable cast member
1: him and Denzel probably exactly
0: aye I, I imagine Denzel is probably lenient like him and Anton they, they they've got history through their films together, so I'm sure he's a bit lenient. Like, mm. ah, ah, just pay me what you want. I don't mind. It's you, it's me, we're pals. ha!
1: <laughs> just give me five million.
0: Is oh <laughs> it like, man? I thought you were going to say a hundred thousand, but not still with a million. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, when it comes to the box office, uh, there was not a record of like on the internet anyway for the Magnificent Seven from 1960.
1: They tell me you went, I was just going to say, you went digging at the library and the fucking old folks suit. I I got
0: the fucking microfilm out, scanned through the papers, (laughs) and they counted the ticket stubs. No. Um, They only have uh, how much money it made in rentals. Oh, for fuck's
1: sake.
0: So, they've got a fact of, a record of how many fucking millions was made by renting this movie.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, I'd say a lot.
0: Of, is it videotape? I, I don't know, let's see. What, when
1: was the videotape invented?
0: See that? Well, that's it. This would have been years later, but I guess the Magnificent Seven being a classic and the chance that you could borrow it, like you could watch I could it, it, at, it in
1: my own home.
0: Exactly. It's crazy. You're not waiting for a horse-drawn cart to show up with a, a bed sheet and a projector <laughs> to watch it out in the field. Right, this is now important. on tape. You can now borrow it for X amount of dollars and keep it for a couple of days.
1: You didn't have to walk into to the trucks every two weeks to get it.
0: <laughs> so, um, now, didn't, it didn't stray too far away from the budget. Mm. So think rough about that. How much um, did you think it made in rentals? 2.6. 2.25. Oh, fucking hell. Which, uh, I don't the, the inflation. This oh. film, would like in today's money would have made $18 million in rentals.
1: Oh, fucking hell. That,
0: that sounds like historic. I know. I, I can never imagine a movie making... Like that much in being rented, which, well, I guess maybe nowadays it might actually be very easy to do that. Oh, yeah, I mean? if if there was anyone that was able to record records of rentals nowadays, Oops. I don't think you could rent anything nowadays.
1: No, funny in America.
0: You could just. Uh, but I think
1: you still get your love film.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah.
1: Netflix yeah. rental.
0: Aye, so right, but you that's all that's, it. that's like a cost per month. So,
1: oh, I suppose I. Uh, you can't just date single fucking. Oh,
0: aye, you, like
1: you date on Sky and shit like that.
0: Aye, right enough. On demand. Aye. Yeah. Aye, I guess you could still do that. Mhm. But fucking just that, th- like two point two five million dollars was made by people renting that movie. Aye. Oh. Are they
1: fucking six. A six and a half pence and everything back in the 60s. I can't even Kid what the money was like there. Uh,
0: And it would be American currency as well.
1: I can mind as my dad saying he got sent to the shop with a pound and he'd come back with four bags of chips and a pack of fags. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's such
0: a waste of chips as well, but. (laughs)
1: It's good, especially when he could just buy like four bags of packs of fags, sell them.
0: is it right instead of buying chips I bought four packets of fact that was our tea money <laughs> but next week of this time we could get fish with our chips
1: yeah oh, <laughs> one, one fish <laughs> don't know like to fucking fish in Scottish waters at the moment
0: <laughs> okay 2016 what how do you think that did are you <laughs> to try and guess worldwide first then we'll break it down
1: I go for a worldwide I'll say a 120
0: one
1: hundred and sixty. I thought I'd like that well, because not every, not
0: every country's all about the cowboys. <laughs> uh, so, I uh, domestically, ninety-three million. So, it just uh, saved its own skin. Mm. And for market, uh, sixty-seven million. Yeah. to think, that was, a, was that about September that came out? Oh,
1: God,
0: man. I think it was maybe late summer. I, I don't remember it being, like, a big hit. Mm-hmm and that might be that part of it, it might have not went overly gross with, like, its marketing budget. Which films do easily put, like, a couple extra million into to make mm-hmm. sure every fucking advert, every fucking bus stop is, like, I reckon, oh, Jared right. Leto's face and the rest of the squad. <laughs> no, it's not a fucking seriously. squad. I do not even
1: mind you seeing too much posters like that, but even right. advertisements on the telly, wasn't very much.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, awards. This is a wee bit lukewarm. The original was uh, nominated at the 33rd Academy Awards. It was nominated for Best Score for a Dramatic or Comedy Picture. Yeah. And it lost to Ernest Gold's score for Exodus.
1: Eh?
0: Nah, it's some other film, obviously.
1: I thought I got, you were going to start
0: saying it was fucking Ernest Goes to Hollywood or something. I know, it did seem like that, was it? <laughs> it was the way of copying and pasted know note. It gave the the composer's name first before the film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I I wonder, like, nowadays, also they don't regret the decisions they made, but I think, what what's the more famous theme? When, like, okay, Magnificent Seven or Exodus? And you like, what the fuck was Exodus? Was that the one where Christian Bale with the tan?
1: <laughs> the Egyptian Christian Bale.
0: Aye, uh, but and this obviously now I feel what am I feeling the the new minus Magnificent <laughs> seven that really it it showed up in September. It's sort of like yeah, we're not really bothered about awards. It showed up after award season, mm. in between no, like
1: a- award seasons at the start
0: of the year. Aye, I, I mean like the summer thing like how you get, well actually it was nominated for a Teen Choice Award, I Mm. feel that's sort of like your summer award ceremony when it's all the fucking MTV, win a a fucking poker golden popcorn bucket, Mm. pish.
1: They're nominated for like Hardest Native American.
0: Exactly, (laughs) this one was uh, the Teen Choice Movie Actor and Anticipated. So instead of the word "anticipated." It's A N, capital letters teen, then Fuck. the rest of the word "anticipated." So this was given out a award for a, a actors they were anticipating to be good in films that are not out yet. Mm-hmm. So for the the anticipation actor award, uh, Chris Pratt lost to Dylan O'Brien for Deep War Horizon.
1: Mm. I don't know. <laughs> To kill off real for folk the think are going to be
0: getting. So I reckon if it's the fact that it's been teen choice and and teen sepated are they are they just nominating like young actors I reckon why Chris Pratt's in there mm. but like It's like who do, who do young girls touch yourself to? Aye who's like who's hot who's hot enough to be nominated <laughs> and I guess this Dylan guy is obviously maybe famous for something else but mm. here's a movie he's in because I don't know. Is, is the movie he
1: made in his bedroom is alright, so put
0: of an a real one. Aye, that's it. He might be like a YouTube star or someone. I like was a,
1: thinking maybe a porn star. All oh, right, I was thinking like,
0: <laughs> ah, he might be a fucking bedroom vlogger. Maybe aye. Aye, ah, but nah. I guess like, Mark Wahlberg's too old for that category now if they're pulling folk for Deepwater Horizon. Aye, uh,
1: he is.
0: That's Could it. He'd be
1: He's... about 50.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Internet reactions, let's go with IMDb. Now, between 1960 and 2016, which one do you think got a better rating?
1: Well, I have to say the oldie. Okay. Would
0: think,
1: because it's like a classic and it's got Steve McQueen in it. And... Mm-hmm.
0: Now, fair enough, you're right, that is. And there was a, mar- like a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1960, it was rated 7.8. That, that, was was based, 7. 6. that was based all on 70,000 votes. Now for 2016, that was rated 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So really just a 0. 0.8 difference.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and that was 87,000 voting for 2016's mm-hmm. version. Amazon. Now, uh-huh. these are two kind of well-received films. So, uh, the 1960s, Version only received two negative reviews, and well, the two thousand and sixteen version, they've the realised the fact that it's not actually out yet is we shouldn't really give it negative reviews. So it's only received three one star reviews out of thirty six. Oh. So for, we'll start with nineteen sixty, a one star by Stuart Adams. Now oh. I'll mention this: it's got the in brackets format Amazon Video. So obviously he's he's watched this one uh, on his Amazon Prime or he's rented it.
1: Mm.
0: His review goes poor quality, too expensive.
1: Huh. Does it mean the purchase price? Does it mean ah, must paid to make the movie?
0: I think it must have it must have cost him something like maybe three ninety nine to watch it. And it's like, man, this looks like shit. <laughs> it's all grainy and old. Poor I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. So, the the quality was far too poor. So, again, if he, like, dialed up a 56k modem to watch it.
1: And <laughs> he's on fucking BT.
0: <laughs> and our second one, uh, titled Magnificent 7 Blu-ray, by Luis G. Boninadio. Boninadio? Yes. Uh, I only buy, because Amazon Details was, subtitles, Portuguese. But after <laughs> I received the Blu-ray, try not to read this like an Indian. Um, but after I received the Blu-ray and look at Amazon, information disappeared. There's no subtitles in Portuguese. Very sad. Oh, you got skin Doors window. <laughs> <laughs> like Portuguese is clearly this boy's like original language. It's like I um. can finally understand what the Magnificent Seven is all about. N- no, I can't. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay, 2016. So, again, it was only three negative reviews. First one, So Predictable by D. Miles. Okay. The original was much better, and frankly, I'm not a believer in remakes, as it shows a lack of originality nowadays. This film is so predictable and pointless. Come on, Denzel, get yourself a better script. Oh. There's a wee pep talk for Big D. Big D. I can do <laughs> <laughs> you got a big D, like D better. <laughs> uh, what, you said he got a big dick? they <laughs> <laughs> could confirm or. <laughs> <deep>. <laughs> that, that's it, you just insert his laugh.
1: But, <laughs> Whatever
0: it is. <laughs> I just want to go, ha ha, but nah, <laughs> I can't do impersonations. We know. Okay, our next one. Do not buy or do if you like shite films.
1: Oh, By Stan yeah. G-Pot. fucking G-Pot.
0: <laughs> Yule and the gang must be looking down and thinking, what is that? Also, the director needed to go back to school, as some of the shots were terrible. Oh. In the original, we had lots of eye shots, brackets, face, close brackets. Then.
1: fucking fucking anyway.
0: Then we knew this was, was. Going to happen almost. Not blaming the actors now. They didn't stand a chance. I.e. Steve and you riding up to boot hell in the first frame. It's like having Billy Conley playing the quiet man. So. My vote. Hate me for it. Is a load of crap. Uh, okay. I can see where he's going. but He didn't get there. Our last one. One star by. Ah. Uh, reader. Yet another, re- yet another rubbish remake of a great film. Oh, well. Just, yeah. ah, that's, that's it.
1: <laughs> oh, well. Fucking straight to the point. Aye. I
0: don't know. So, again, if you want to find out more about Films and Swearing, connect with us socially. Links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram could be all found on our website, filmsandswearing.com. Same with our Amazon and Audible links, they can be found at the bottom of the website. If you want to support us on Patreon, it is patreon.com forward slash FAS podcast. Other than that, shout outs to Andros for the theme song, Anthrax Style, yeah. playing at the start of the episode. Hey, another shout out to Stu Mac for the support, and for you, the listener, for putting up with our shit.
1: Alright, have, other you other have Aye,
0: this poor fucking It's like ah, I was really good until we got that really shit sales pitch at the end for the Royal Rumble
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> then they just all went
0: up. Aye, ah it's just like when they start asking for money and then they can't fucking form words That's <laughs> <No, laughs> actually I don't
1: fucking, what do you like begging
0: alright Andy put a cap on it for the night aye right now yes
1: back off and
0: next
1: week
0: for you going to be one of these cunts then you listen to the end and you take in the sign-off. Oh, I don't know. <laughs>
1: listen to the end and I take in the sign-off. I didn't listen to it,